Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hey, this is Jesse Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? This episode, I want to specifically talk to the people who feel like you're close to giving up. I mean, you have been really trying to keep your focus and keep your faith at the level where it needs to be. But quite frankly, sometimes it seems like life is a roller coaster ride. You have highs and it seems like everything is going the way you want it. And then all of a sudden, boom, the bottom falls out and you're at the lowest point in your life. What do you do or where you go from there? Well, this episode is talking to you. I want to entitle this one, Hard to Kill. Let's go. Yeah, man. Man of wisdom, man of wisdom. From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast, yeah. Jesse Canty. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? This is your host, Jesse E. Canty Man, and I'm excited about this episode. And this is episode number 147, and I got something to say, so let's get into it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this right now, God, be a lightning word. Father, don't have to take long, but yet it be something that's powerful and potent to us as the listeners. Father, I pray that you encourage us, God, those who are at the weakest moment and, and I feel like that we're about ready to faint. Strengthen our heart, God. Renew our faith and increase our determination. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen here, man. This one right here is entitled, you heard it right, Hard to Kill. Now, I got a disclaimer. Listen, I'm, I don't tend to be long on this one, but I, die, I got a disclaimer. Out of 147 episodes, I've never done this and put this disc- disclaimer at the beginning. But anybody who have a perfect life, anybody who has been having it easy, anybody who can't relate to going through all hell, anybody that cannot actually look to a point in your life and say, man, I can't even relate to people talking about giving up. Listen, you got the right to go ahead and exit stage left to the left, to the left. Get off of this podcast here because this one ain't for you. This one is for what I like to call the junkyard dogs who has not always had the perfect meals, who has not always had the street paid in gold. This is for the people who have been less likely to succeed. This is for the people who it seems like the minute you stand up on one foot, the other foot start acting crazy. This is for the people who have felt like giving up and haven't always spoke faith, haven't always been on their P's and Q's, but almost gave up. And quite frankly, right now, you may feel like giving up. Let me tell you something. You are not the only one. Life throws, they say, oh, say it. They say, when life throws your lemons, you need to make lemonade. 
But sometimes you sometimes you don't been through so much hell, you don't even feel like squeezing the lemons. <laughs> you don't even feel like trying to find any good that come out of what you're dealing with. Because the things that comes at us, you got to know if, you know, the, one of the biggest arguments, let me say it this way. One of the biggest arguments that people do is, uh, you know, the spiritual people have is whether God is real or not. And I'm going to talk about that on another episode, too, because the Bible says a fool have said in his heart, there is no God. So they argue about, well, the existence of God and the Big Bang Theory, and I think it's crazy and ridiculous. But you know what I never or rarely hear somebody argue about? Whether Satan is real or not, or not, whether evil is real or not, they don't argue with that. They only argue with the good because you know why? Because most people who have lived have had experiences in their life where it seemed like everything that they was trying to do, it was being fought. It was being tested. It seems like there was an invisible force that was trying to stop you from living your dreams. That was trying to stop you. That is trying to stop you from being the best you, you got your plans on a Monday and on a Tuesday at your lunch break, it's your break time. You got your sandwich and your little crackers and you feel good. You feel encouraged. You're looking at the te- uh, your, uh, your credit scores. You're looking at your blueprints. You're looking at your plans. You're looking at your schoolwork and everything seems fine. Then all of a sudden out of nowhere, Man, it seems like somebody done threw a grenade and blew up your plans. It seems like, man, I'm at my lowest moment. Everything I was hoping for, that didn't work out. This chick that I was waiting on, all of a sudden, insufficient funds done took it. Or in the next plan from here, I, I, had, I thought we was going out of town this weekend to get a little break, a little woosah moment. And all of a sudden, that money gone. Man, let me tell you something. I want to talk to the people who can relate to some of the stuff that I'm saying when you, cause you can't really tell nobody when the last time you saw friends get together and talk about how insufficient their, their, their bank account was. When the last time you got around somebody and talked about how I worked 52 hours last week and my check is already gone and I still need another $400. Whenever last time you talk to somebody who, who you can sit down at lunch and say, man, I am feel, I feel like blowing my brains out sometime. I feel like just throwing my hands up and say, what the heck to even try anymore. You most of the most of the time we can't talk real like that to somebody. So sometimes you need somebody to go ahead of us, put this thing on a podcast and tell the truth when nobody else is raising their hand and saying it and say sometime flat out. I feel like quitting sometime flat out. I feel like I may be better dead than I am alive. Well, I'm came to tell you that you ain't the only one that have felt that way. You ain't the only one who had your ups and downs. You ain't the only one that have tried to be something, whether it's a business or whether it's a marriage or whether it's raising a child, children or whether it's losing weight or whether it's trying to get healthy. And it seemed like when you get two steps ahead, something come along and get you in your jaw and push you back three to five steps. You see hope and excitement on a Monday, but by Friday or Thursday, something have came and knocked your whole dreams down down have dashed every hope you have had what is the point what is the revelation what is the reason and flat out what is going on sometimes i go to god like that and i don't don't know why i love see i pray different i'm gonna confess something to you when they ask me to pray in public when I have to pray in church and pray over the offering and pray over our closing and pray for the introduction, I mean the start of the service or pray over this funeral or pray over this wedding I'm gonna be honest with you 
95% of the time when I pray, I don't pray my real prayer. I have to pray a prayer that makes everybody feel good. I have to pray a prayer that sounds wonderful and spiritual. I have to pray a prayer like that it sounds like I've always looked to the hill which cometh my help. I have to pray a prayer that seems like my faith is never on dip moment, is never taking a low blow. But when I talk to God in my private time, when I talk to God when you ain't around, that's when you talk to God real. And you started telling God, I'm tired. You don't put that on a Facebook post most of the time. You don't go out there and take pictures and looking sad and say, internally, I feel like giving up. No, you smile and say, this is going to be a wonderful day. But your heart feels the opposite sometimes. Sometimes you clock in to work. Sometimes you, 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 you speak to your kids and you tell your kids of your plans, but inside you are really struggling and you are at your frailest moment where you're weak and feel like giving up. But the thing about it, yes, all these feelings that I'm explaining, somebody and most people have felt them at some time. But check this out. Have you ever got to a place where you started, you felt all these feelings, but sometime out of nowhere, you woke up the next morning, no check in the mail, no call to see things immediately change, but sometimes it, out of nowhere, your hope come back alive. I mean, I'm talking about one minute. It seemed like you're Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Because one minute you feel like giving up and you tell, even in the marriage, you tell them I want to quit. I want to end this. But sometime after two or three o'clock in the afternoon, you come back and saying, you know, I think in 20 more years, I think we're going to get past this or, or in 20 more years, we're going to be at this place once we get past this, et cetera. And they look at you like you're almost crazy. How can you go from being at your lowest moment so now you're starting to talk about I'm still refusing to give up and I have still expectations that things are going to get better. That is because of the faith that lives down on the inside of you. I want to talk to you today and I want to encourage that faith in you. I want to talk to somebody who has a flicker and just a small flame burning inside of you. And you wondering if you're the only one and you feel like a misfit because it seems like people in your circle is got wonderful things going on and you are struggling and can't tell nobody. I came to tell you, be encouraged because number one, I promise you, boo, that you ain't the only one. I promise you, dog, that you ain't the only one that's busted financially right now. And it seems like everybody else got something. You don't quit looking at the grass that's on the other side that seem to be green. Sometimes it's that angle that's messing with you. Sometimes it's that filter they put over that front yard. You know, everybody don't show the real them. You know how popular Mike makeup is. You know how popular this weave and all the stuff they put in their head is. They don't up on, they look beautiful. Say, don't I look glamorous? But until I pull that wig off your head and see you ain't got nothing but a small little bun tied up on the top of your head because people don't show you the real deal. So, and that's okay. That's life. I understand that. That's why we put on clothes. We don't really want to show you the real deal. But at the end of the day, can somebody let me know I'm not by myself? Can somebody let me know, man, that I have... I have been in places where I feel like just flat out giving up. 
And then out of nowhere, the Lord will come along and fan my flames. And that flame and that flicker that was almost getting ready to go out, all of a sudden it's back to a raging forest fire. And you start talking to your spouse or start talking to your friends or start talking to whoever you can confide in. And you start saying, you know what, if I do this and get that loan, if I do this here, I can see the business doing this. I can see that. And now you're back on top. And I told you that life is like a roller coaster. You have moments, plural, you have moments of ups and downs, ups and downs and ups and downs. Why is it like this? And it goes back again to that faith that's inside of you. Don't you know that the faith that lives inside of you is like um baby, baby's kids. We don't die. We multiply for the people who's not in America. Baby is a fictional story about a lady who has some bad, challenging uh, kids. And all of a sudden, it seems like these kids can go to a place and they can go through way more than the average kid. And they got a saying that say, we don't die, we multiply. In other words, Baby's kids is just like you. Hard to kill. Don't you know that you keep focusing on how you feel like giving up? Let me tell you what the mind of your enemy is thinking. This person is hard to get rid of. Just when it seems like we got him in the corner, just like it seems when she's she's at the place, she's at her breaking moment and she feels like giving up out of nowhere. The Lord will strengthen your faith and renew the hope inside of you. Don't you understand that God will make you hard to kill if you rely upon him when you come to God and say, God, I don't know what today hold. I don't know what tomorrow hold next week holds. I don't know if I'm going to meet rent or not meet the bill. I don't know if I'm going to do pay or have payroll or not have payroll. I don't know if the council going to be there or the council going to be in remission. I have no clue, but I do believe in you. I do say I would know naked. I came into this world and naked shall I return. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Who are you talking about, Jesse? You got to have a Job mindset. Job was went through one thing after another, after another, after another, that I guarantee you that the enemy sent some Satan set back in the corner at some point or moment. And he began his testing. The enemy set back and looked at Job, ripped his clothes, sat down in ashes, Put ashes on his face because he said, woe is my, woe is me and woe is the, and I cursed the day I was born. But all of a sudden, Job sat down in ashes and the Bible says he began to worship the Lord. And I guarantee you that Satan scratched his head and began to say, this fellow is unbelievable. Breakable. He seems like he's made of steel. Oh, y'all know I watch too much TV. Do y'all remember that episode when Rocky fought the 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 Russian, and the Russian seems like he was uh. Uh, uh, he could not win. He was, he was unable to be defeated. Uh, and it just seemed like he was just a perfect specimen to fight and that he was going to kill Rocky. Remember, he already killed Apollo Creed and the whole match. The Russian was toying with Rocky. The Russian was beating Rocky and knocking him down one after another. 
to the point that Rocky's own corner began to question if he can win. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, when Rocky was getting his tail, and you Rocky, if you ain't, if you ain't following me in the story, you better wake up and listen, because you Rocky. I, when Rocky was getting his tail beat, guess what happened? Rocky threw another punch. He didn't know if that thing was going to hit. He didn't, he didn't even, he may even close his eyes, but he messed around and threw another punch that came from his gut and it cut the Russian. Once it cut the Russian, his corner saw him bleed. I mean, the Rocky's corner saw him get cut and one of them yelled out, he's cut. And then they told him when he came back to the uh, uh, corner, he told him he's not a machine. He's a man. And Rocky got determined that, listen here, I am not going to lose. I can win. I'm talking to somebody who feel like you have been fighting against some things that's been so lined up against you that it's impossible for you to win. The devil is a liar. Do you understand every time you train, train with the motivation. This is what uh, Tim Kennedy said. Every time you train, train with the motivation and the purpose that you will be the hardest person someone will ever try to kill. And when you begin to think in your mind, just like Rocky did that, listen, here, I know I'm going through and I feel like giving up. But wait a minute, I am not the only one or the first one to face these things that I am facing. And I don't have a pretty ending and I don't have a pretty uh, 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 way of getting out of this thing now. But what I can do is refuse to give up. I'm not trying to sell you broken promises. I came to tell you to keep your hope alive. I came to tell you, you have came this far and too far by faith. If the enemy could have killed you, he would have killed you a long time ago. You don't understand how your faith keeps you alive and where the enemy keeps trying to destroy you. He wants to hit you so hard you don't even think about getting back up. But I'm talking to some warriors who can be bruised, cut, and can be amputated, have some things leave you in your life, relationships done walked off from you, and they think they done threw a grenade and blew you to pieces. But out of the smoke and rising from the ashes like a phoenix, you come keep on limping and you walk on out of that thing. And you're going to find yourself in a place of recovering. And you're going to find yourself in a place where your faith going to push you through to where you're going to look at your problems and say, this too shall last, this too shall pass. You, God have made made your faith through your faith God have made you unbreakable through your faith God have made you hard to kill and I don't just mean kill physically I mean your hope your expectations your dreams your imaginations it seems like when you need it the most God will renew your dreams all of a sudden inspiration will come out of nowhere stronger people are harder to kill and then in this other saying that says uh, God will put his most challenging or heaviest burdens on his strongest soldiers. Well, that's what you are and that's who you are. You are one of God's stronger and, 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 and most um, uh, trustworthy soldiers. But the enemy is trying to do everything he can to take your faith out. But you, for years, you have not been an easy fight. 
Instead of focusing on the glass half empty and where you feel like giving up as I started out, don't you understand that you still keep taking a licking and keep on ticking? Don't you understand there's many other people who have not made it to the place where you're at now and people will be fighting to have what you have left? Some people have been wiped out and wiped out and wiped down and pulled down and destroyed and didn't have anything to fight with. But God have given you, if nothing else, a jawbone of an ass. Don't you know Samson was under attack by thousands of men? And he didn't have a gun. He didn't have a soul or army. He didn't, he wouldn't have, he didn't have a bunch of soldiers. He didn't have a posse. He didn't have a defense team around him. He had nothing but the jawbone of an ass. He looked around and found an old skeleton uh, of a, of a donkey and he grabbed the mouthpiece of it and, be, and began to start swinging with what he had left in his hand. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't die. Don't run away. Don't sit here and say, hey, I don't have it easy. Maybe your neighbor got it easy. Maybe your friend got it easy. And it seemed like God had really dealt you a bad hand. I came to tell you, take what you do have and swing it with everything you have and refuse to give up. By the time you drop that weapon in your hand, by the time you drop that thing, that what is the jawbone of an ass? The jawbone of an ass is the job that you do have. The jawbone of an ass is the dollar that you do got. The jawbone of an as is the thing that is working for you. The one thing that you can find that's going for you, you better hold on to that until the enemies pry it out your hands. And let me tell you, baby, God ain't going to let it pry out your hands. You're going to keep on going. And with one thing and one thing only, you will recover. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. I want you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so, listen, drop me an email at jessecantypodcast at yahoo.com. J-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. I'm telling you something, though hope is the most frailest thing you can have. I'm going to tell you about hope. It's hard to kill. And Satan know it. If you can keep hoping or keep believing against the things that's been coming against you. It makes you hard to kill. You know, that old saying that say what doesn't kill us will make us stronger. But I'm going to tell you what Babe Ruth said. He said something like what he, he said. It's hard to beat a person that never gives up. I hope I'm talking to somebody who have think who have thought about giving up. Who have felt like giving up. But somewhere down in your insides and in the recesses of your spirit. Something woke your, woke your faith up and fanned your flame into nothing but the presence of God. And it reminded you that I know everybody else done gave up, but I refuse to give up. Listen to this. A difficult time can be more readily endured if we retain the conviction that our existence holds a purpose, a cause to pursue a person to love and a goal to achieve. 
When you begin to look at your life and say, wait a minute, the average person would give up in my shoes. But I believe that my whole existence in life is for a purpose. I believe that if if it wasn't meant for me to be here now, I'd have left a long time ago. There is a reason God still have you here. There is a reason you endured that breakup. There's a reason you endured that shameful moment in your life. There is a reason. And if God, have, if there is a reason that means it's a purpose, and if it's a purpose that means God have given me the strength to endure what I'm facing today, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but is where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. That's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Your hope is one thing when it's in a place of comfort and convenience. But when you're being challenged, facing all type of controversy, and you're still standing on your laurels do you still believing and getting up out that bed and trying to make what you believe going to happen come to pass and be manifested i came to tell you i don't care no i don't care how you feel the days you don't want to get up get up the days you don't want to dress up dress up and the days you don't want to show up show up and when everything else don't work never give up Do you hear what I'm saying? Your determination is doing what needs. Determination is really doing what needs to be done. Even when you don't feel like doing it. Everybody else can can sometimes maybe give up and walk away on what they're trying to do. But you don't have that luxury. I remember telling my wife that one day I was a pastor and I pastored for 18 years. And I had several low moments, man. But I came and told my wife, I says, you know what? No, I told my I told the congregation this one time, how you're going through and, and people quitting and people walking away from you. I said, there are a few people such as myself that is in a position to where we think about giving up. But you, when you begin to really think about it, we don't even have a choice to whether we can give up. It's somebody who's committed to parenting and you feel like really just Dipping out and walking away from this thing. But then you think about it and say, wait a minute, who's going to feed my babies? Who's going to do this here that nobody else is able to do but me? Who else is going to step in these shoes and be strong? And you know, ain't nobody else can take what you're taking because God created and made you for these shoes. And so in other words, I started telling them, I don't have the luxury to quit. And some people can probably argue that and say, yeah, you do. Everybody can quit. Other people quit. No, I convinced myself quitting right now, even though it's tempting, even though I feel like I want to do it. Too many people watching me, too many people rooting for me and flat out too many people are hating on me to give them what they want. So you got to tell yourself, I don't even have the luxury to quit. I can talk about it here, podcast and feel weep and they, I feel like giving up. But when, when it's all said and done, wipe them tears from your eyes, pull and tighten up your belt, tighten up your shoestrings and keep moving. Do you understand the power of a river? The only reason a river can cut through a rock is not because of its power, though it's Power is 
impeccable. I'm going to say it again. Do you know the power of a river? How a power? I just saw a river of boat in Kenya. God, uh, God bless the, uh, those people uh, who went just went through a tragedy. It was people, 33 people on a boat. Excuse me, on a bus in Kenya that was trying to travel cross across a little um what they call that uh the, the the highway was washed out and it seemed like it was a little bit of water but it was moving and that water rushed uh, uh took that boat took that bus I don't know why I keep saying boat took that bus off of its off of the road and washed that whole bus under and 33 people died the only reason I'm bringing that up is that a river is powerful, but a river can cut through a rock not because of its power. Do you hear what I'm saying? This is the last thing I'm saying to you. As powerful as a river is, a river can cut through a rock. It can smooth a jagged rock over and make it feel like man it's like a uh, marble or something that's so smooth it will have no cut edges a river can cut through a rock not because of its power but because of its persistence this is what I leave with you don't give up Don't give in. Don't give out. All you have to be is persistent. The enemy loves quitters. And you are not a quitter. You are not a wimp. And you're not an easy kill either. If the enemy going to take you out, you better let him have to go back and tell stories. He said, man, I have never seen somebody that was that hard to kill. Job was hard to kill. And because of his persistence, he endured. And the end of Job was far greater than the beginning of Job. I speak to you and say your end is going to be greater than. Then your beginning, your ladder will greatly increase. This too shall pass and better days you shall see. I promise you in Jesus name. I pray that he strengthen you, that he empower you, and that he continue to encourage you. Amen. Love y'all. Be blessed. Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. 
You can reach us at swipefast.com forward slash save. That's swipe spelled with the Y or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.